Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Koslowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. And same applies to any professional who may appear on the OG Therapy Podcast. Welcome to the OG Therapy. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of OG Therapy, and because I got my man K. Scott in town, we're doing another episode face-to-face in the studio, mm-hmm. and we're going to jump right into this one because we got to get to a speaking event in just a little yes, bit. Yes, we do. So we're bringing up this one because um, Kenneth is, uh, for those of you guys who don't know, Kenneth is an author, he's written a number of books, and on his horizon in the future, we're just brainstorming some ideas, and uh, you know, as you guys know that listen to this podcast, we're all about social health. Yes. If you're not familiar with that terminology, you will be soon. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, I'll give you the definition. The definition of social health is one's ability to build, maintain, and improve mutually beneficial relationships yes. with all the following, but not limited to family, friends, online relationships, mm-hmm. relationships with technology, relationship with your environment, mm-hmm. and most importantly, the relationship with yourself. And if you can have mutually beneficial relationships in all those situations, um, and a good relationship with your environment, it's going to help your social health. Meaning when you are able to connect with people, build and forge really trusting, intimate relationships, the chances of you staying alive longer, according mm-hmm. to research, is a lot longer because life is hard. Yes. And if you have built those good relationships and people in general, we have very little time, money and resources. Mm-hmm. So we're only going to share time, money and resources with people that we care about and For we sure. love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, another word for to describe love is really just help. Mm-hmm. Like if you love someone or if you help someone, you have to have some sort of love for them. Right. Or at least compassion or, or um, sympathy for them. Like you drive mm-hmm. by the side of the road, you see someone, you know, their car's in a ditch. You know, you may mm-hmm. not love them, but having help is an action. It's a it's an act of love. Right. Right. You're reaching out to that person. So um, as we're talking, um, you know, Kenneth had a great idea. And um, I think it's very important that, you know, he follows through with this idea. Yes. And that is. Starting, because we talk about social health to teenagers, middle right. schools, and businesses, and also college students, which we'll be doing today. Mm-hmm. But one thing that we um, that he came up with today that uh, I'm excited to have happen, because I know he's going to follow <laughs> through with it, is uh, children's books explaining social health. And like vignettes and, mm-hmm. and animation, being able to describe certain scenarios that kids are in at a young age right. that can exemplify social health. Like their willingness to put themselves out there to connect and build relationships. Mm-hmm. And Kenneth, I just want to hear for you, from you for a second. Like as you start talking about that, and as you came up with that idea and now you're you know setting that into motion, because you've already been working on the, the children's books. You've right. already been doing that. But mm-hmm. now that you came up with the idea, by the way, he had this idea. He just presented it to me today and I greenlit it. I'm like, of course, <laughs> dude. Right. So it wasn't my idea. I don't want to take credit for it, but why do you think it's so important right now to not teach kids about social health the importance by the way if you have better relationships you have better mental and emotional sure. health and you have better physical health mm-hmm. you're more likely to go to a doctor if you're you and your wife get along really well and she's worried about you mm-hmm. if you and your wife are getting divorced you hate each other you know my probably not I, I don't know if there's research on that but i'm guessing the chance if you like want to put in the time and effort to go take care of yourself you know mm-hmm. if you're down and out is not going to be as good so physical health mental and right. emotional health are going to be higher when you have better relationships but why can't it, why do you think it's it's important for for kids to learn that in an earlier age instead of just waiting till they get into high school or middle school? Man, it's it's super crucial because you know, like I, like you mentioned, like the 
the field that I'm in currently, um, just to give you a little background about, you know, what, what it is I do. So I'm with the domestic violence high risk team. And so the DVHR team is a proven homicide prevention model. Yeah. And so um, it was a, a grant that was awarded to our district attorney and they brought it on to us to and this continue is in Houston, on. Correct? This is in Houston. Yeah. And so, you know, the individuals in the population that I deal with are individuals that may have anger management problems, uh, relationship issues, obviously stress issues, everything that can involve things to go south. And the main, the main, main, main part of everything was just the connection with the different people in their life and them not feeling a part of a community. And so I was that was like, the negative part. That right? was the yeah. negative part. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And the interesting fact was that it all roots from their childhood. Something all, happened yes. or multiple things happened where they're disenfranchised yep. from a group. They weren't a part of something. They mm -hmm. didn't have friends growing up at all. It all stems from their childhood. And so thinking about that, I'm like, man, because when I go in and I speak to them, I always go to a discovery phase. Like, tell me a little bit about how you grew up. What was that about? And you can see, like, the the the, the events and, and the traumas that they faced as a child that kind of led them to where they are currently and the choices they made. And it's like, man. And so when I when I was t telling you about that idea, I was like, man, that would be cool if the kids learn that now because as they grow older, they'll be able to manage the individuals that they come in contact with, the things that are presented to them, like technology-wise, right, the relationship with everything, right, to um, be able to uh, present themselves in a way that is not harmful to the community. So I think it's huge and very important for kids to be able to learn at a young age. Well, obviously, I agree with you. And, and as you're talking, I'm thinking to myself, it's like, how bad have we screwed up as a society mm. that we have not identified? Because as individual families, mm -hmm. as parents, so we got we got young kids, right? Mm -hmm. As parents, it is not uh, something you think is important for your kids to eventually learn or do when it comes to making friends mm -hmm. and building good relationships. It's like priority number one. Yes. I mean, it's like, right, it's just as high as priority <laughs> as them eating healthy, yep. getting good night's sleep. I mean, play dates. Yes. Like, yes. It's like, oh, let's set up play dates. Let's go to the park. Let's go to play. All parents know whether they went to school and learned about this or not. We just know mm -hmm. that if your kids don't have friends, yep. that's not healthy. Right. <laughs> then <laughs> if your kids have bad friends, mm -hmm. that's not healthy either. Right? At all. So we've identified, you know, if you have too much sugary foods, that's not healthy. Mm -hmm. If you don't get good sleep, that's not healthy. Right. And so these physical and even mental mm -hmm. things that we know are not going to be good for our mental and emotional mindset, right? And, and you know, our abilities to have a long, happy life. Yep. We know that. But for some reason, everyone knows how important relationships are. Yes. But we haven't identified it as, as equal mm -hmm. to those other things, even though we all know it's just as important. And I, I mean, the, I mean, I've, I don't know how many times I've said this on the podcast, so people get tired of hearing this, you know, I, I apologize, but I don't think I've said it in a while. We all drop our kids off at the same exact school. Mm. White, black, Christian, atheist, Mormon, Buddhism, like, <laughs> um, you know, Hebrew, no matter what it is, right? And when you drop your daughter off mm -hmm. at the uh, the first day of kindergarten, mm -hmm. it was, right? Yep. When you drop her off, was your first thought this? I hope she learns her some addition and subtraction day. I hope she does good in her grammar reading. Or was your first thought is, I hope she makes friends. 
I hope she likes her teacher. Mm -hmm. I hope she is able to be herself and not be shy. I hope she can come to our show. Hope she goes out and makes friends and plays in the playground. Mm -hmm. Everyone thinks the last one is the most important one when you drop Mm -hmm. your kids out of school. That's true. But yet we have never put it into the school as like equal to math, English, science, and history and those types of things. So when you brought that up, I'm like, dude, that's genius, man. Because like, not only can these books be sold to school, Mm -hmm. but most importantly, the bond that happens between a parent and a child when you're reading your kid a book Mm -hmm. at night, my kids will recite their same favorite books that they read as a kid over Over and and over and over, right? Um, There's one book called No Matter What, Mm -hmm. right? The mom says, I'll love her son no matter what. No Mm -hmm. matter what. If you don't have that book, go get that and read it to your daughters. You will cry, kid. You will cry because- it's a mom with her kid. That's all I'm going to leave it there. Gotcha, I'm, gonna leave gotcha. it I'm not going to tell you Man. what But our kids, like, they just go, Mom, no matter I love you no matter what, wow. right? And so being able to articulate and express to kids mm-hmm. that these relationships with your friends, with your siblings, with mm-hmm. your parents. That's a big one. <laughs> these are not a game, man. Mm-hmm. Like you get careless with relationships and you Ooh. start you start thinking you're too good and you can mm-hmm. just say whatever you want to people. That's true. Oh, life's life's gonna give you life's gonna give you a rude awakening. You're mm-hmm. gonna quick pour, too. Yeah, you're gonna pour your ego on the rocks and have to swallow that yep. stuff. You know what I mean? It's it's gonna be really painful for you. So we can help our kids mitigate so many of those pitfalls and, and traps. Mm-hmm. Let alone also being able to identify what relationships sometimes some relationships sometimes may start out okay, but then they evolve to being unhealthy. Yep. And how to be able to pull back for those relationships? I know myself, and I mm-hmm. know you to a fault. Um, have loyalty to certain people yes. that really aren't, and I'm not saying this with all your people, right, but right, I know right. myself, there's some people in my life, I'm like, there's no reason why I should be their friend. That's true. Like, I'm a, so much better of a friend to them than they are to me, and it shows because I've got tons of friends, and they've got me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm the only fool that still messes with mm-hmm. them because everybody else is like, I can't deal with this person anymore. I'm like, damn, your only friend's a mental health professional. It's like, it's I'm like, the only uh, person that can be like, whatever, man, just yep, give them a pass, right. you know? And fly. so, and so, if we could teach this to mm-hmm. our kids at a young age, not just how to connect and have a relationship, but also to to identify when certain people are going through hard things in life and they're hurting you, mm-hmm. try to make sense and try to fix them or figure it out. That could cause you to be stuck in a way with them that could be very hurtful. Mm-hmm. And talking about domestic violence, I mean, yeah. I know you learned all about learned helplessness and oh yeah. How you know women in domestic violence situations they they lose their friends they lose their family because the guy in those situations like yep. isolates them from yep. everybody yep. so he has complete control and then when they want to leave they know they need to leave they, they believe that they can't well same things happens with our kids and friend yep. groups man that's true they think I can't leave that friend group it'll be social suicide I'll mm. be dead I can't make other friends like and if they knew that they had social skills. Mm-hmm. They would already have multiple friend groups. They'd have their main friend group, mm-hmm. and they have two, three other side friend groups yep. that they could easily just shift side to side to if their main friend group's tripping or if someone in the friend group becomes a mean girl or something. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you bring up that because uh, that was the exact thought I had when I dropped Brooklyn off at her first day of school. It's like, man, I hope she can make friends. That's the biggest thing. And so every day when she comes home to school, matters, the only thing that matters because it, it it helps so much. And like every day when she comes home from school, I ask her about that. So how was your day? Like in regards to like, you know, your friends and stuff like that. And so I remember one day she came. Um, and so I kind of gave this, this scenario on Instagram, but, um, 
I, in the morning, I was making her a little lunch or snack or whatever they have for Chris, uh, for for school. And so I put a juice in there, and Brooklyn comes running in the kitchen. She opens the cabinets and was like, hold on, no, I need another juice. And she puts another juice. I'm like, whoa, whoa, who you need another juice for? Time out. Yeah. What, what, you getting bullied or something? That's yeah, my, my yeah, first thought. You getting bullied? <laughs> She's like, no, 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 I need another juice because my friend, uh, I forgot the girl's name she mentioned, um, she doesn't have lunch. And so I often share my snacks with her so she can not feel sad. I was like, God. Lee, she's only you know six years old now, and I was like, "Damn, it's crazy how she thinks about that." And so and now man, her mind instantly knew that I need to hook my friend yeah. up, but that's not cool. That make her feel better. Yeah, and I was like, "Dang, she that's cool." And and so like, uh, well, by the way, it's not surprising knowing who her dad is. Yeah, that's true, shoot, right? man. You know, like, apple sometimes falls fall on the tree, tree instead like, of yeah. yeah, not next to it, on right, it, right on, on it. it. Yeah, she was yeah, she's part of my you know part of my thing. And so, you know, after that situation, I'm like, man, so now I challenge her. Like, did you meet anybody new today? So now is the other question. And so I remember she said she tried to meet somebody new and they kind of like not like shut it away, like maybe get away. It's like she was like, but they didn't talk back to me. And then I actually like, so but what did you do? Like, I'm trying yeah. to like, get, like figure out what she do. Well, she was like, well, I just went up to him. I just start playing with him and things like that. But they just didn't want to play with me. I was like, and then we just started going back and forth. But, you know, nowadays, like I'm challenging her to like, you know, make more friends and identify, you know, who may be the one in need in regards to like um, uplifting them or whatever. So relationships are key. No, and that's something that I'm teaching my young ones now. Like, you know, the better your relationships, the better you're going to be. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I'm laughing because just the other day, I mean, it's been like how long in the school year now? We're like in November. Mm-hmm. I pick up my kid for my son, especially mm-hmm. my daughter, the same thing, but my son, especially cause he's in elementary school. Mm. And the first thing I ask him is like, and you know, I say, Hey man, instead of saying, um, Hey, how was your day? Mm-hmm. That's a question. Yes. Oh yeah. I put in a statement for him. I go, I go what's up to videos? What's up dad? I'm like, boom, boom, boom. Give him a hug, whatever. I'm like, dude, I'm like, dude, tell me about your day. Mm. I'm like, tell me about your day. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, he knows me so well now. Mm-hmm. He knows. I don't mean, tell me how math went. Right, 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 right. I don't mean, tell me what you mm-hmm. learned in class, which by the way, all the things you learned in class is great. Yeah, yeah. He knows. I want to know who'd you play with at recess? Mm-hmm. Yep. What did you play? <laughs> yep. And did you have fun? Like, yep. did you connect? Like whatever those types of things. And, he always goes to the social things and tell me those things. Yeah, I went hung out with this one friend. We did this. We played that. Oh yeah, I told I invited this kid to play wall ball with mm. this. Blah. So he knows for me, like if he wants to impress me, he's got to be doing something to like invite friends to play. Love right. This. My daughter is in eighth grade. She mm-hmm. uh, joined. Um, it was called. Uh, um, she's a. She's an officer in the ambassadors. Oh damn! And so basically, what that is, it's her job when new kids come to school, show them around mm. the school, introduce them to people. So That's she's like the social liaison yeah. for kids. I'm sitting there going, "Man, my daughter, you like, was proud." Like she's yeah. like doing that, and like I see her, I'm like, "Tell me about your day." She's yeah. like, okay, this happened. I'm like, "Dang, they wild or crazy happens." So, oh, oh, dude, man. this one girl beat up this boy. Today. So, <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, I want to hear about that." They didn't know, you know she was a fighter. Yeah. By the way, I mean, I don't promote <laughs> violence, but apparently, yeah, yeah. from what she told, this kid had it coming. Yeah. And he messed with the wrong girl. Yeah, he, he messed. With, he messed with the girl that you do mm. not mess with. He found out real quick that girl's got hands. She probably yeah, was in yeah, jiu-jitsu was, class and all that. She was lighting him up, bing, 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 <laughs> uppercuts, left, right, one, two combos. Hey, so that's what he did. So, anyways, um, it's just that social aspect. So, when you talked about the book, I'm like, dude, th- this is something mm-hmm. that I can't wait to read, can't wait this to see, and, and I'll be happy to help out in any way mm-hmm. I can. And tonight, we're about to leave in a few minutes to go talk about social health yes. with college students because. 
ideally high school students need it, college students need mm-hmm. it, middle school students need it. But if it's taught at an earlier age, yes. it becomes a part of them. Mm-hmm. It just That's becomes true. second nature. It's a reflex that, hey, there's a kid sitting over there by their corner, eating by themselves, invite them to hang out with us. Mm-hmm. Our world would be better if we had less loners and less losers. Yes, yes. And I mean losers mean like with no friends. Mm-hmm. That that famous quote from, um, I don't know if you've ever seen, um, was it the, what's that old black and white uh, Christmas movie? Um, it's a Wonderful Life. Oh, okay. I've never like, uh, not never, I haven't seen it in a long time, but there's a quote in there that says, no man is a failure that has friends. Mm, I like that quote. Oh, it's such a good quote. I and like obviously it's quote. no person. It doesn't have to be man. But like the quote it, is yeah, like, because like, no he was talking about yeah. himself because he's being down. He loses his job. There's a whole bunch mm. of drama inside the movie. And it's like, no man is ever a failure if he has friends. Mm. And that really hit me hard. And I was like, you know what? That is so true. I heard that a long time ago. Wow. At a time when I was depressed, feeling like I was worthless. And I thought about it. I'm like, wait a second. So I'm living with my parents. So... I'm a former college football player, mm-hmm. a former uh, <laughs> someone who used to have something going right, for him right. in his life, and now I'm just stuck in this weird middle grade place, you know, sleeping on a blow up mattress, you know, because we were poor. And yeah. I sat there. I'm like, when I saw that quote, I was like, mm-hmm. I got this. I named like ten friends off the top of my mm-hmm. that were waiting to hang out with me that day, and I was like, okay, maybe I'm not a complete loser, right? Because I got friends. Yep. And exactly. I think every young person. That knows they have a couple friends because there's strength in numbers. Yes. You walk to the mall with two or three friends yourself, you're having fun, relaxing, yep. but you know, you're walking the mall by yourself, you know, f- a group of five people stare at you, it's like it feels a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But if you have your friends, it's not even a fight situation. It's like you just feel more confident That's when you true. have people by you. And pictures to post on social media are a whole lot cooler if your friends are in the picture. Without a doubt. Like nobody wants to see all selfies. Yeah, well, I mean, that person may want to see all selfies. Yeah. But most people realize, like you said, if you're enjoying it with other people, mm-hmm. there's so much more to enjoy. You ain't lying. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much. And uh, yeah, you guys, so if you guys want to learn more about social health, mm-hmm. you can um, listen to our episodes here on OG Therapy. You can go to uh, socialhealthcurriculum.com. It's uh, my website that talks about uh, the social health curriculum that I created for Harriman High School. It's spreading throughout uh, Utah and soon to other states in the West Coast of the United States. And also look for my book. They'll be coming out the first quarter Ooh. of next year. Um, Youth of the Nation and OG Therapy. It's Boom. a twofer book. Thanks to um, our producer Brandon came up with a great idea because I wrote two books and mm-hmm. I was going to release them at separate times. Like, nah, mm. man, put them all one book for the same price because I'm not trying to become a millionaire right, off of selling yeah. books. You know, why buy one book and then have to go buy another one? True. You know, buy it so you get to learn about the social health, about mm-hmm. why we think social health should be a thing in our country, not just like a platform or a movement. Mm. It should be like. Mental health, physical health, social health, where people can go mm. to school to become professionals in social health. Love That's it. how important it is, according to me, Kenneth, and all the people that you know subscribe to our same train of thought that life's all about relationships. Mm-hmm. So I look forward to having uh, uh, some Ooh. some rough drafts of uh, your children's books come out. Let's and until it. next time, you guys, thank you very much for supporting OG Therapy. If you want to follow Kenneth, you can follow him at K Scott underscore two. And you can follow me at David underscore K-O-Z-L-O-W-S-K-I on Instagram. You can follow us on YouTube on OG Therapy. On Patreon for $5 a month, you can get two years of extra bonus content that's not on the podcast channel. You just got to go to www.patreon.com backslash OG Therapy. And until next time, you guys, remember, if you're stressed, if you're struggling, and you're just like, man, what is going on? I want to... 
I want to yell at someone. I'm pissed mm-hmm. off. I'm sad. I want to cry. <laughs> just remember, you guys, when you're down on your knees saying, please, 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 just remember you can press play and listen to your audio. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.